This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Diamondback sent nine men to the plate in the first. Andrew Young is the eighth man to bat in the second, and the bases are still loaded. Young drives one the other way. Soto backing up. Andrew Young, and it's in the bullpen for a grand slam. Andrew Young, 10-4 Diamondbacks. They've scored 10 against Corbin. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. What a bum. Joe Ostrowski at your 0670. Chris Ranji at Chris Ranji. <laughs> You're listening to BetQL Daily at BetQL Daily. Download the free Odyssey app today to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast. Video stream is live on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Make sure you're subscribed to that Odyssey Sports YouTube page, and then you get alerts anytime uh, our show's on. Same thing for you, better you bet. Uh, let's take a look at this MLB card, Chris Ranji. 15 games. It's going to be strange. One afternoon game. We've had so many this week. We've had a bunch of doubleheaders, and uh, we only have uh, one game of day baseball. It's going to happen over at Clark and Addison between the Cubs and the Braves. Atlanta is favored. You know, it's a team that they've got off to a slow start, but they're still regarded as one of the best teams in baseball, certainly yep. the National League. They're a short favorite against the slumping Cubs, minus 124 Atlanta, Cubs plus 116. The total is seven and a half. It is Southpaw Drew Smiley against Zach Davies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how you could possibly bet on the Cubs. So it's it's like, do you want to lay it with Atlanta or, or do something else? The Smiley strikeout prop is shockingly high at seven and a half. Well... That's not surprising considering the team he's going up against because yeah, they've but been striking out a ton. It's Drew Smiley, and he might yeah. be gone after a few innings. Yeah, I think I would probably go the under on that. And and here's yeah. what I'm thinking in this game. The Cubs have been involved in a lot of unders when mm-hmm. it, it's been like seven, between like seven and eight, right? When the run total has been seven and eight. I just get a feeling this time around it's not going to be that. I feel like if it's right now, seven and a half is the the over under, is it not? I'm I would take the over in this one at Wrigley Field. And at some point, I and here's what the Cubs are gonna be, and you know this, I don't have to tell you. <laughs> they're they're just gonna have those games where they bust out and you go, okay, here we go. It's time for some offense, it's time to roll, and then they'll hit a wall the very next game. I can very easily see this one getting to eight runs today. Would it shock you if Atlanta scored eight by themselves? No. <laughs> no, it would not. <laughs> no, it would not. Uh, I wouldn't be taking any of the overs on the on the pitcher strikeouts today. All right. Right now they took it down. I was going to take a look at the team total to see what the Braves are at. I would guess it's somewhere around four. Uh, but you're right here. I mean, that under seven and a half, I'd have to look at the wind conditions real quick. 
because we know how that can play over at Wrigley. Right. Blowing blow in, forget about it. A smiley against Davies, I don't. That's that's tough to make that call if the conditions are neutral. Small sample, of course. Um, smiley, his ERA is almost six. The FIP is about five, and Davies two starts and both against Pittsburgh, Chris. The ERA is eleven. The FIP's four, five and a half. Yeah, I mean, you imagine he's going to tighten that up at some point, right? I just, it, it's not going to be enough to hit an under or to hit an over today. I don't think. Or I'm sorry, an under. Class. Step yeah. up the class from Pittsburgh to Atlanta, too. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think Atlanta can very easily get to five today, and you're probably right. They could get all eight by themselves. So mm-hmm. I very much like the over. I mean, if you want to take a chance on a money line, maybe Cubs at plus 115, because it's they, they got to win at some point, right? But I don't know if I'm yeah. comfortable doing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not... Not against this Atlanta lineup. No. I, I don't think I'm going to be interested in that one. So not with now the way we, Acuna's playing is going to go three for four. Oh, my gosh. How do yeah. they keep losing? He'll, he'll hit like two bombs a game, and he's, then they keep know. losing. Well, <laughs> not today, friend. <laughs> yeah. This might be uh, – I'd have to look at the rest of the series. This might be the chance that the Cubs actually have to win a game in the series, though, too. Otherwise, it could be a sweep here. Well, Because um, that's yeah. a talented I, Braves rotation. Not- yeah, it really is. And but they don't have Freed now for a while. He's yep. he's gonna be out. So that they I don't think they would have seen him anyway, or would they have? I'm not sure. But they're they're not gonna have to deal with him. But that rotation is still far better than the one they've got. Do you know when Hendricks is pitching again? Uh Met series Tuesday. Okay. So yeah, this this <laughs> this might actually be the Cubs' best chance to win today in yeah. this series. Could be trouble. Arizona at Washington. The Nationals are heavy favorites. It's almost uh, minus 200 here because they have Max Scherzer on the bun, on the bump going against Taylor Widener. Uh, off to a nice start for Arizona. Scherzer has owned many teams throughout his career. Arizona, one of them. He started nine games. He has a record of 7-0, and a 2.85 ERA, 85Ks, 14 walks. The gut reaction would be to take Max Scherzer and the Nationals in this game. Uh, you know how I love pitcher wins, though, Joe. I knew you were going to do this. You yes. know, because did you did you see what it is for Widener uh, uh, for today? Oh, now I do. Wow. Yeah. I so, thought you were going to say Scherzer. No, uh, I, I was I was actually going to say Widener at plus 220 to get a win today. And he's pitched deep. He's gone five innings. He's gone six innings. He has one decision. It's a win. He's he's gotten a lot of strikeouts. He's pitching really well. I know the Nationals lineup is a, a little bit better, I think, than what he's faced so far. But it I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a risk. But a plus 220 for him to to last five innings today and beat the Nationals. I, I might be willing to put down a little bit on that. And the, and the money line? Oh, do you? Well, plus, if I were to go that side, I would just go with the plus 180 um, because I'd be very pleased. On the money line? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You Do you think we're getting at the point where uh, we're going to see a downslide from Scherzer moving forward? I, I would. It's so good for so I never long. know because I said the same thing about Verlander. Yeah. You know, I, I said a couple of years ago that it was – probably getting toward that time where he just wasn't going to be as effective anymore. And he's, he's been good. He's been really, really good. I'd like to say the same thing about Scherzer, but you never know. It's all going to be about health for him. 
If you like the Washington side, the run line is even money, and so is a Scherzer win. It's uh, basically it's uh, minus 105 if you don't want to pay that juice of minus 196 that we're seeing at points bet right now. I don't have a lot of interest in the in this game, but uh, Raji giving you a, an option because he thinks Arizona is live here. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going Widener with a win today at plus okay. 220. Hey, the it's a risk, but I like to live dangerously. <laughs> there you go. The Phillies are now minus 145 favorites. That number's gone up a little bit this morning. Minus 145 favorites. Zach Eflin on the bump against the Cardinals. Plus 133 dogs with Carlos Martinez. Total is eight and a half. Ooh, Martinez off to a, a rough start so far. Not striking out a lot of hitters either. You know, I was thinking of taking the over when it was nine and a half, and that's what it opened at just because Ooh, Martinez wow. has been underwhelming, but now a run better. Uh, he's right now in 10 innings of work. He's only struck out five, which isn't very good because he's supposed to be a strikeout pitcher. He's supposed to be a wipeout guy, and he's not doing it right now. And it, he'll be one of those dudes, I think, throughout the year that'll have those vintage Carlos Martinez starts and you'll think you know kind of like the Cubs offense you'll think okay here we go maybe this is a maybe this is him getting on a roll now and then he's just going to hit a wall and I get the feeling we're going to see that from him again today I think he's he, he hasn't gotten on a roll yet I don't think that starts today I I like the over on the eight and a half on this okay man that Phillies offense is frustrating it is yeah but Carlos is the kind of guy that can wake you up a bit. Okay. You know, if, if you're a struggling offense, at least the way he's pitching right now. I know. Yeah. And, and, and that pitching is go, goes back to last year. It's not, it's not anything new. This is a trend that goes back to 2020 and kind of goes back to the year before that too. Yankees and Rays. I haven't seen a listed starting pitcher. So then we don't have an odds on this. Have you seen one? The I did see one place they've got Michael King starting, but it's not on the Yankees website. Um, I haven't seen any Yankees reporters put out a starter for today. So yeah. I don't know if that's just pure speculation or what, but we do know Michael Waka is pitching for Tampa Bay, but um, they can't do anything until they know who the starter is. Uh, it's just been a few starts here, but Waka has been pretty bad. Yeah, Pretty bad against the Yankees here. He's given up 14 runs. And a sample size of twenty innings. If it, do you have any feel for this game? Waka, he, he does have a pretty high strikeout rate. Uh, inflated ERA early on. Uh, well, there are no props for no for for anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't no. have a feel right now. I'd, I'd like to know what it, what it is, like what their. Yeah. Um, I'd like to know what his strikeout totals are. You know what they yeah. what they're projecting, and I haven't seen that either. So yeah. that's probably one you got to stay away from until you know for sure who's starting for New York. Yeah, we know the Yankees uh, have a tendency to strike out, and his uh, K rate is up at 27% early on in the season. So uh, that could be something to take a look at. Uh, looks like a coin flip right now between the White Sox and the Red Sox. It's Dylan Cease of the Southside team, opposed by Nick Pavetta. That Red Sox winning streak of nine games finally comes to a close on Thursday against the Minnesota Twins. Ron, just over overall on this Boston team, mm -hmm. this is something that I didn't see anywhere. 
like I talked to a few Red Sox fans like, oh, yeah, I like the over 80 wins. They're, they're going to be at least a 500 team. We, we like what they're building here. They're going to be OK. But I didn't see anyone say playoff team contending for the AL East. And at uh, numerous sports books across the country, their odds for the National League and for the World Series have been taking a nosedive this week. I don't uh, think you're going to see this continue, not to the, not to the level it's been at so far. And and I agree with the people that you've talked to who have said you could see them being around 500, maybe even a little bit over 500 by the end of the season. It's not going to be a playoff team, though. Probably, I, I I would be surprised if it ends up that way. Um, for the game today, Joe, I think the over under now still is nine, unless it's changed. Um, I, it is. I, I kind of like that. Um, at, at least at this point, I, I like that for them, for, for, for the... both teams, because you just, just for the game, because you've got Pavetta who's pitching well so far, Dylan Cease, who, um, was, he was in COVID protocols, correct? Is that what happened with him? And he wasn't able to start his last time out. He's got a little bit extra rest. So that could mess with his rhythm a bit, but I don't think so. I think you're looking at a fairly low-scoring game today. Mm. Especially in Boston, whatever the weather is going to be in Boston, and I'm assuming it's not warm right now on the East Coast. So um, I would feel pretty comfortable right now going under if I had to make a bet. Okay, that's interesting because the the offense is why the Red Sox have been winning these games so far. And some of the the numbers would say maybe there is a little bit of luck involved here. It is Uh, right now 40 degrees and uh, might be a little bit of rain in the area. So I, and, and the wind appears to be blowing in from left field, at least according to what I'm looking at right now. So, and that could change by game time, but if those factors remain, um, I, I could see a game that finishes under nine. As long as we're talking about the weather, we were talking about that Cubs-Braves matchup today. It's uh, supposed to be in the 40s this afternoon in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, wind blowing in 10 miles an hour left to center over at Wrigley. Does that make you hesitate about the over? A little bit, but because it's only seven and a half, uh, and, and because I know these two pitchers are pretty underwhelming, I could see a, a little bit more offense than you normally expect. Cleveland Cincinnati is uh, basically a coin flip here. And we got a couple of guys that I think we're still trying to figure out exactly what they are. Logan Allen's going for the Indians, Jeff Hoffman for the Reds, both off to really nice starts, but I just, I don't have a, I don't have a play on this one either. There's a a lot of these early games so far don't have much of an angle outside that uh, Braves Cubs game. Yeah. I don't know what to do with this one. Uh, The over under, maybe I would make a play on it's at nine right now. And with two young pitchers who are off to a good start. So, you know, both teams have not really had a good look at the other one. You would, you would expect on paper to have a lower scoring game. So maybe you'd go with the under on something like this, but I kind of don't know if I'd want to touch it. Uh, Do you, can you, well, well, we'll get to this on the other side because I was looking for some information. Maybe you have it since he was drafted by the Cardinals. Daniel Castano is going for Miami, one of uh, one of his first starts here. Uh, we'll talk about that. And the rest of today's MLB card is Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji. Keep it locked into the BetQL Audio Network. It would be his biggest RBI of the season. To short center, down for a hit, and it's a walk-off winner. 
sometimes the hardest thing to do is break a losing streak, and they go ahead and do it right there. And it's a walk-off win over Boston. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Load the BetQL app today and use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps you beat the sportsbook. BetQL's algorithms analyze over 350,000 unique bets every year in real time to help give you an edge over the sportsbooks. It is uh, Joe Ostrowski and Chris Raji here on BetQL Daily for this Friday. Man, I don't have any FOMO with all these people tweeting about Dogecoin at all. It's so stupid. No, so wait, are you... <laughs> You do wish you had gotten in. I was in. Didn't I tell you? And I sold it years ago. Yeah. When it was like 0.00001 and it's like 45 cents now. What do you mean years ago? I didn't hear about it until a month ago. Yeah. No, I I had some. I bought some in late 2017. Really? Yeah. Okay. Why? I don't Because I was... I'm a swore. Because I was uh, buying these coins... They're called blank coins, and uh, Dogecoin was one of them. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You're like, I'm confused. (laughs) Yeah, I should have gotten in on that Bitcoin thing a while ago. Still can. Yeah. Yeah, just wait till Apple makes an announcement coming up. That's my bet. When that happens, it's all over. What announcement are you talking about? I think they're going to get involved. They're going to invest heavily. In Bitcoin? This is not investment advice, people. Don't listen to us. We're two idiots talking about sports on your radio. We are absolutely stupid. <laughs> yes, that's true. Well, when it comes to all things, but every now and then we, we get some stuff right. Yes. Once in a while. Once in a while. Yeah. A year ago, Bitcoin is 3,800. Now it's 62,000. Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> uh, t- tell me, do you know anything about Daniel Castano? He's this lefty for Miami going today. San Francisco, slight favorite, minus 124 against the Marlins. Uh, they are plus 116. Anthony DiScalfani going for the Giants. Off to an amazing start, but we're two, two uh, games in here. A sub-1 ERA, a 204 FIP, and we've got Daniel Castano. I know he was drafted by the Cardinals. He has six career starts. Not great numbers, but uh, do you know much? Don't know a ton about him, no, but what I do know is the Giants are not, at least so far this season, not especially good against lefties. I think they're hitting just over 200 against them. Mm-hmm. So you, I, I know the Giants are a favor in this one, a, a favorite in this game, but at plus sure. 130 on the money line for Marlins, mm, I don't know. Really? I, I would, yeah. Yeah, why not? I mean, Miami's got to win sometime, Joe. And this is baseball. It They're good. They, they, they are not. They were a playoff team last year. They were just handling the Braves last series. Right. Yeah. Right. And so if they if the Giants continue to struggle against left-handed pitching, which, again, they have so far in this early season, about two weeks in, um, it, it would not surprise me at all to see Miami get a win, at least get a good start out of Castano today. I think most people just looked at Miami and thought that was a two-month sample size, complete fluke, made yeah. the postseason because it was expanded. Okay, fine, you took out the Cubs, big deal. They can't hit in the first round of the playoffs. And they just kind of threw them to the side and said, well, this is a competitive division between the Braves, the Nationals, the Mets, and the Phillies are getting better too. Let's just throw the Marlins at the bottom. Maybe not. 
You know, the Miami Marlins have, and I know history isn't always a good judge of what's going to happen moving forward, but uh, the Marlins have had some pretty good success trading away a lot of their best players and then responding a few years later by mm-hmm. being good. I mean, they they won two World Series and then got rid of everybody, and then, you know, they got good again, and, it, you know, they traded their entire outfield away a couple of years ago with Stanton being gone and Ozuna being gone and Yelich being out of town. And they found a way to respond and put together a, a competent team. They've, they've been doing this historically um, quite a few times, actually not a whole lot of teams have that kind of success after they give away their best players. So uh, I'm not entirely surprised they've done this mm-hmm. just because of that. But um, I don't know how long it continues, but I think what they're going to be in the National League East this year is a pain in the ass for everybody else. At at minimum, that's all they're going to be. It's going to be like, why are we losing to these guys? (laughs) I think that'll happen all year long. People killed Jeter for those trades he was making. Killed him. And I I think they were still right. You know, like I, I... I, I think that um, uh, letting go of Stanton, despite the injury troubles that he's had, was not the best thing in the world, and the, certainly sure. not for Christian Yelich. You know, letting go of Christian Yelich, I believe, is going to be a problem for them for a while. But maybe, yeah. maybe it won't be that big of a problem. Maybe they'll still be competitive. I want to, I want to hit on a game that I do like here: uh, Toronto against Kansas City. The Blue Jays are slight favorites, but it's close to a pick 'em here. A pair of lefties going: Stephen Matz for Toronto. Mike Miner for Kansas City. And in the smaller sample size that we do have, 70-some plate appearances for each offense, what is interesting is that Kansas City has hit lefties. Toronto has not. The Royals, uh, third in OPS, third in weighted runs created plus. The Blue Jays lineup so far against lefties, 25th in weighted runs created plus. They're 25th in OPS. They're 26th in isolated power. I'm looking at the Royals here in a pick'em. See, that's interesting because I'm looking at the Blue Jays here by virtue of Steven Matz pitching today. Okay. And Matz, who has struck out a little bit more than uh, he's he's a little bit better than nine strikeouts per nine, which is pretty good. Kansas City is one of the worst strikeout teams in the American League. So, and the over under for four uh, for strikeouts. For Mats for today is four and a half. I could very easily see him going over that. I don't like the minus one thirty on it, um, but I could I could see that happening. I don't know if I if I have a play there, but I would consider it. I kind of I kind of like that. Yeah, strikeout rate's twenty eight percent. That's yeah, pretty like high. He's, yeah, again, like a, you know, he's got thirteen Ks in twelve innings. So I'm more interested in the Blue Jays winning this one straight up at a plus 136. Um, and, and actually, um, on the spread, I, I think they can win by two runs today. I think on the run line, they can win by two. So a plus 136 on that, I think there's a little bit of value there. Oh, wow. Okay. That's in- I, I like that strikeout prop for Matt's. Only have at to four get and five a half. for a winner. I, yeah. I, I think it'd be very easy to get to five. So, I mean, yeah. you're going to have to put up a little bit more to, to win some, but, you know, minus 130 isn't my favorite number, but I I wouldn't have a problem with that. So, we had to wait a day, but now we get Jacob DeGrom, and he's going against mm-hmm. one of the worst teams in baseball against Colorado. 
losers of six in a row. Give them a break. They just played the Dodgers a whole bunch, but they're three and ten on the season. And they're it's DeGrom against Chichi Gonzalez. So you've got DeGrom with his 43% strikeout rate against Chichi and his uh 13% career strikeout rate. This you would think it's gonna be ugly, but I don't know. The Mets can't score a run when DeGrom's on the bump. No, um, so it's probably going to be a low-scoring game, and DeGrom actually pitches well in Colorado. He's got a 2-5 ERA uh, when he pitches there, and a lot of guys have trouble when they when they play at Coors Field, but he does not appear to be, and I'm, I'm talking about pitchers, he does not appear to be one of those that has much difficulty, so I would expect a good game out of him. Um, I guess if you're looking for, for any sort of value here, now the money line, it was plus 240 for Colorado. It's up to 255 right now to win straight up. I mean, I wouldn't be totally surprised because of what you said regarding the Mets offense at the moment where, you know, when, whenever he's pitching, it's almost like they're standing around just watching him do his job and forgetting to do their own. Uh, so if Colorado wins, you're going to get a pretty good haul at plus 255. Uh, breaking news for the Cubs-Braves game, the only afternoon game. Drew Smiley goes on the injured list. He's oh, supposed no. to start today for Atlanta. Now it's Kyle Wright on short notice. So have you seen how it affected the line or any of the lines? Um, they took it down. They took, right? Yeah, they've taken everything yeah. down, haven't they? Yeah. Okay. I checked. I don't know wow. if anybody has... Uh, post reposted it yet no I, I i i'm looking right now and i don't see anything else so that's yeah. interesting um oh okay i see it one one place it's basically a pick them no okay. longer braves favored so it dropped down a little bit i mean really to pick them against zach davies jeez give me give me the, give me the braves <laughs> <laughs> wait what was it before <laughs> Yeah, the Braves were favored. Look. It was like minus one twenty-five, yeah, right. one minus one thirty, and now to pick them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd easily go Braves. Yeah, I would too. Kyle Wright. Why do Why do we feel more confident now that Kyle Wright's in? Just because it's a pick up. Yeah, it's not. It's like not Drew Smiley. Yeah. Uh, by the way, on that Degrom game, I've not seen a strikeout prop number yet. So that's always something you want to take a look at, but uh, have not seen it. Here's another interesting one. Uh, Houston, Seattle, late tonight. Astros just got swept by the Tigers. Mm-hmm. It's now five consecutive losses. Uh, basically, a pick them here. Astros minus 109. Seattle plus 100 over at points bet. So it's Jose Urquidy against Kikuchi. Now, you know, Urquidy, at this point in the year, you're going to see situations like this. His ERA is north of five, but his FIP is 265. So you're expecting some positive regression to come his way. Kikuchi, by the way, his strikeout rate after just a couple starts here is 33%. He's looked good for the for the uh, M's here, Ronj. Yeah, he has. Um, the only play I have for tonight on that one is the over is, I hope it's still at eight. It was at it eight is. last time I checked. I think with the Astros offense, which is, is is one of the better offenses in the American League. In fact, right now, it's the best offense in the American League. And you've got Seattle, which is not uh, – they're better than average. They are sixth in terms of production in the American League right now. So you're getting close to an upper-tier offense with them. For, for each team to score at least four runs, that yeah. would not be crazy. So tonight, for me, that game in Seattle – 
I've got the over. We I lean to Houston. We'll see if it's a lightning bet later on. Uh, another thing that popped to me, uh, the Dodgers are minus 145 favorites only against the Padres with Walker Bueller on the mound against Ryan Weathers. Mm-hmm. Weathers was an A ball in 2019. Yeah. And that's that's the last, you know, organized baseball he played. And now he's uh pitching in the pros and he's striking out 35%. Unbelievable start for the pods. Only thing you're hoping for is maybe you haven't seen this guy, so the offense doesn't uh, come to play tonight, but the Dodgers have won six in a row, I think tonight seven. It feels like you're getting the Dodgers at a very, very cheap price right there with Walker Bueller on the mound. I'll get to our lightning bets later on. We will talk to Michael Beller. Talk some baseball with him. He's fantastic on it. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji. You've got the BetQL Audio Network.